This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today we're talking about managing business associate relationships with Brian Lapidus, Chief Operating Officer for Kroll Fraud Solutions. Thanks so much for joining us today, Brian. Thanks for having me. For starters, why don't you tell us briefly about Kroll and its role in healthcare? Kroll Fraud Solutions helps clients who are dealing with both prevention of data loss events as well as response. We have a very strong focus in the healthcare space. Working closely with business associates is an important component of a health information breach prevention strategy. What are some of the most important questions to ask business associates regarding their policies and strategies for keeping protected health information secure? I think the first question that they should all, uh, that a healthcare organization should always ask their business associate is what type of background check do you perform on your employees? Now, background screening is a move that mitigates risk and demonstrates organizational commitment to safety and security. Employees at your business associate that handle your data can and should be subject to the background check that mirrors your own internal policies or standards. So when you're asking that question, make sure that their policy mirrors your own. Second, how and where will our data be stored, accessed, shared, or transmitted? Now, this is vital and maybe the most vital question you'll ask. Asking these types of questions will help you ensure that your business associate is employing stringent access controls, whether they are storing your data outside of the U.S., whether they employ encryption, basically all of their security controls that will ultimately safeguard your data. The third question I would ask is, do you have a comprehensive privacy awareness training program for your employees? Training is the cornerstone of any privacy and security program. It's a best practice, and there are requirements in the HIPAA privacy standards related to this training. This should be an important point to your BA, as well as the covered entity, because the Department of Health and Human Services is considering fines and penalties for BAs that breach PHI. The next question, will you allow us to perform an on-site review or audit? Now, I think the answer to this question actually tells a lot. On-site reviews can be very valuable for an organization as they offer a first-hand glimpse of how privacy and security is handled on a day-to-day basis at that facility. Now, you'll have your own agenda for an on-site review, but it would also be helpful to know if the BA is accredited or audited by any other recognized groups, such as security assessment or healthcare industry organizations. Question number five, do you have an incident response plan in place? Having an incident response plan in place is an essential best practice move for any organization. It should throw up a huge red flag if an organization doesn't have one, or if their plan doesn't include a mechanism to alert clients without unreasonable delay so that the covered entity may abide by high-tech rules. Last question I would ask is, what subcontractors will you utilize, and how is PHI or PII disclosed to them? BAs may soon be required to obtain assurances from their own subcontractors in the form of an agreement, so they should already be thinking about this. As a covered entity, you need to know what the BA is providing for their own subcontractors. Now, it's important to keep in mind all of these questions that you need to ask your BAs, but right now, they really are a moving target. For instance, a recent Office of Civil Rights proposed rule states that CEs must account for BA disclosures of patient PHI or require the BA to do, to do so themselves. BAs will also be required to respond directly to individual requests for accounting of disclosures. Now, the final rule hasn't been established yet, and until then, it's best to stay up to date on all the requirements and potential requirements. So what details should be included in business associate agreements regarding breach prevention as well as breach notification responsibilities? The first thing we always say is we strongly advise our clients to seek the advice of legal counsel on matters such as this. 
um, as a best practice. I think that's really the best answer. But there's some best practices that we've seen that, you know, you'll probably want to include. One, and this is the biggest one, a provision to notify the covered entity in the event that the business associate experiences a breach, as well as provisions covering permissible uses and disclosures, documentation, and application of these provisions to the BA subcontractors. Finally, do you have any other advice on how to better manage business associate relationships to ensure patient information is adequately protected? Here's the bottom line from my perspective. You have to focus on what data is really required by that business associate to perform services so that you can limit access to the minimum necessary. Contractual requirements and due diligence notwithstanding, the simple truth is that if you limit access, you limit risk. So the days of giving your your BA unfettered access to all data that you have are gone. And it's really up to the covered entity to make these determinations and to protect the PHI and the PII of their patients and their customers. We've been talking today with Brian Lapidus of Kroll Fraud Solutions. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.